who is Luna anyways? Well, that's me and you. The Bible says that we are the light of the world, and on today's episode of the Noteworthy Podcast, we're going to be speaking today about what it really means to be a light. Scripture talks about the contrast between light and darkness. Darkness represents that which is scary, unsure, uncertain, when you don't know where you're at, and you can't see anything because of darkness. And this world is a dark place Have you ever been in the light and all of a sudden somebody turns it off and it's pitch black? It's so dark that you can't see anything or anybody? Well, this is how the Bible illustrates to us that we are so lost without the light. In darkness, we wander and stray because we cannot see the way. But those who are the children of God have been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. The song says, I once was blind, but now I see. You were not made to live in darkness. Not only were you called to live in the light, but you were called to be the light. Who's Luna? That's you and me. Stick around to find out why. Guys, welcome to the Noteworthy Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan French. It's going to be an amazing episode, and I'm excited to spend time with you. Let's go. Hey everyone, I wanted to pause and take just a second on the Noteworthy Podcast to thank all of you listeners for leaving five-star ratings and reviews. It makes a world of difference on Apple Podcast, and it puts it on the charts so that people can see it. Uh, and what this does is when they're searching for podcast, they may have not even heard of the Noteworthy Podcast, but the more ratings and reviews that the show receives, the more it puts it in the search engines for people that are searching searching for new podcast. This is possible because of you guys, so I would be remiss to not pause and say thank you. As promised, I wanted to give a couple of people a shout out that left five-star ratings and reviews. Five-star rating, it says, my favorite podcast. This is from Lucas Drew 03 on October 14th said, I absolutely love the podcast. Always brings so much revelation and knowledge that is so very timely. I've truly been blessed by it. Thank you so much. Uh, and one more review here. Actually, two more. I lied. Two more reviews. It says professional and apostolic. This is from Nature Boy 4 <laughs> says, Nathan is a true professional and apostolic minister. I love this podcast, the guest, and the thought-provoking topics. Thank you so much for those kind words. Uh, my favorite part of the show is the guest, so thank you for acknowledging that. Uh, I so enjoy getting to talk to these incredible men and women of God on the podcast, so I'm glad that it's blessing you. And then also, there's one more review here from Andrew Worley, PK, that says, Unbelievably helpful. If you're trying to get started with music ministries or just here for a good laugh, 
you're in the right place. I have never binged a podcast until I started listening to this one. Andrew, thank you so much, buddy. Love and appreciate you. Big shout out to you on the show today. And to all that are listening, if you leave a five-star rating and review, I am going to give you a shout out on the podcast uh, just to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love you guys. Thanks for spreading the word. Like and share it on your social media outlets. It's making a difference and we're reaching people. Glory to God. I love you all. Back to the show. There's multiple scriptures in the New Testament that talk about the church being the light of the world. For example, Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14 says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. John 8 and 12 says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Sounds like a pretty good life. Am I right? Aren't we blessed to be a part of the church? One more scripture, John 9 and 5 says, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So the question here that we've set up is who is Luna? Well, that's, that's you and me. Stick with me for just a moment and let me explain. Let me ask you a question first. How can I and why should I be a light? Well, the world we live in called Earth only has two main sources of light. You don't have to be a scientist to know it. You probably learned it in grade school. The main source of light, of course, is the sun. However, by night, our main source of light is is the moon. Who's Luna? Well, Luna is Latin for the moon. The moon is the Earth's only natural satellite. You say, Nathan, how is that you you and me? Well, stick around for just a moment and let me explain. Okay, Luna, a.k.a. the moon is the most luminous object in the sky after the sun. Although it appears a very bright white, its surface is actually dark, with the reflectance just slightly higher than that of worn asphalt. The moon is the only celestial body other than Earth on which humans have currently set foot. But here is the amazing thing about Luna. The moon does not manufacture light. The moon cannot create its own light. It looks so bright. It literally lights up the night and keeps us from total darkness. And here's my point. The moon is not the source of light. It lights up the sky because it reflects the light of the sun. The sun is always our main source of light. But God created the moon 
simply to reflect the light of the sun, to keep us from darkness. Doesn't that sound a lot like you and me? Doesn't that sound like what the church is called to be? Oh, that rhymed. I didn't even think about that. That's how powerful it is. (laughs) We are called to reflect the light of God. We are called to reflect the light of the sun. Jesus Christ is our source of light, the God of the universe, the God who created everything. It's our job to point the world back to that light. But here's the amazing thing about Luna. Luna reminds us of the light of the sun, even when we can't see it. My goodness, somebody needs to hear me right now. Luna, the moon, is the proof that the sun is still there in darkness. We just can't see it right now. Guys, this is what the church is called to be. When the world can't see God, when the world can't see Jesus Christ, in the middle of the darkness, in the middle of politics and elections and coronavirus and pestilence and famine and hunger and all of these crazy, awful things that bring darkness to this world, in the middle of all that, the church should be a reminder to the world that Jesus is still here and Jesus is still risen and he's very much alive we have got to point the world to the sun. We've got to remind the world that there is a God and his name is Jesus Christ and he loves them and he died on a cross for their sins. Who's Luna? That's you and me. That's what we're called to be. There's a song that blows my mind. I wish so bad I could play it for you, but I can't play it on the show for licensing reasons. Uh, But I can share the lyrics with you. It's an old song. It's probably 20 years old now by a Christian and gospel group called Paul Coleman Trio. You probably haven't heard of them. They didn't make they made a little splash back in the Christian and gospel world like 20 years ago, and now I'm not sure what they're doing. But <laughs> anyways, they wrote an incredible song called Sun, Moon, Stars, and the chorus says, I want to be the moon. It reflects the sun. Don't want to be the star that shines on everyone. I want to be with you because you're the only one who heals my lonely soul. I'm going to share a link for this song in my show notes if you want to hear it. Uh, I'm not going to sing it for you. Don't worry. I'll spare you all that. But (laughs) I'm going to put a link for it below. Go listen to this song. It's going to bless you today, and it goes so well with our topic today. I'll put a link in the show notes for you. Go down, click on it, and uh, take a listen to it. Okay, so let's take a look at Scripture, though. Does Scripture agree with with this illustration today, what does scripture has to say? Well, look at John 1 and 4. And I find this very interesting that this is a great way to view how the church is is supposed to spread the light of Christ throughout the world. John 1 and 4. Look at this. 
Who's Luna? Well, let's take a look. John 1 and 4. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. Look at this, John 1 and 8. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. I'm going to read that one more time. Talking about John in John 1 and 8, he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. The disciples understood that the true way to be the light of God was to reflect the love of this man named Jesus Christ, who was born in a manger, lived on this earth for 30 years, and then he started his ministry at age 31, 32, 33. He had a year of popularity. He had persecution. He had all kinds of things. He performed miracles and signs and wonders, and thousands and thousands of people followed him and believed in him to be the Messiah, and now 2,000 years, millions and millions of people are still following him. The disciples knew that in order to be the light, they had to reflect what Jesus Christ was doing. I've got to reflect the love of God. We don't have to be the source of light, guys. Take that weight off of your shoulders. The light comes from Him. The light is dispersed through Him. He is the light of the world. How do we tell people about it? We point people to Him. Anything that points to me isn't going to bring light into the world The world will see the light of Christ when we point people to him. Stop worrying about impressing people with the light that you can manufacture in this world with your talent and personality and realize that the only way to the light of the world is to reflect the love of Jesus in your everyday life, on your campus, at your school, at your job, in your homes, at your churches. I'm reminded of a story about a couple of disciples named Peter and John. The Bible says that they journey to a gate to go into the temple to worship God. When they got to the gate called Beautiful, they saw a beggar there who was asking for money. The Bible says he wasn't able to walk because he was born that way. And Peter looked at him and said in Acts 3 and 6, Then Peter said to him, Silver and gold... I do not have, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. The Bible says that he immediately received strength in his ankles, and he leaped up and began to worship and praise the Lord. The Bible says that everybody that saw the miracle was amazed and ran up to Peter and John in awe and amazement of them. Now, Think about this for just a minute with me and put yourself in the shoes of Peter and John. God has just performed a miracle that a bunch of bystanders have witnessed. Think about you. 
Think about your mind. Think about your pride. Would you be willing to give God the glory in that moment? Or would you pat yourself on the back and explain to everybody how spiritual you are and all the great things you have done to get to this point in your life? <laughs> now, let's look at, see what they did. After they received strength, everybody's running up to them and they're in amazement of them. And Peter looks at John thinking, wait a minute, what's going on here? So in Acts 3 and 12, it says, when Peter saw it, in, in other words, when he saw that people were trying to give them the credit for what happened, it says he responded to the people and he said this, men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently at us as though by our power or godliness we made this man to walk? Notice that when this man was raised up from his sick bed and he walked for the first time in his life, they said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And Peter was reminding these people, listen, me and John didn't heal this guy. Jesus healed him. We're just here to bear witness of his light and spread his message. It would have been very easy for Peter to enjoy the people's compliments, but he chose to instantly tell the people that it was not his power, but the power of Jesus that healed this man. And for whatever reason, which I'll never understand, Jesus decided to put that power inside of his people. What a blessing. What a miracle to be a child of God. Young people, we've got to let the world know that this is not by our power, but by the power of Jesus Christ. We are a reflection of him. We shine bright because we know who the sun is. His name is Jesus. And when the night gets dark and cold, we are a reminder that that light is still in the world. Who's Luna? That's me and you. You know, there is another light in our universe that you can study in your science books, and it's called a star. Here's the amazing thing about stars if you study them. Stars do not reflect. They produce. I'm going to say that one more time. They don't reflect. They produce. They produce their own light because of the heat they produce. And because of this, stars eventually burn out because of all the energy it takes to produce its own light. Here's the amazing fact about stars. The bigger the star, the shorter its life. Reminds me of a saying, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. This is true because larger stars consume their energy at a much faster rate than the smaller ones. We need to be careful as Christians to never be spiritual stars. Oh, if I can just get that, that opportunity, everybody's going to know who I am. Listen, God is not interested in everybody knowing who you are. He's interested in everybody knowing who he is. 
Hollywood destroys people because they boost themselves rather than God. Goodness, Lucifer was thrown out of heaven because he attempted to exalt himself higher than God. Anything that tries to exalt itself over God will be cast down. Sure, it may take some time. There might be a moment in the sun or 15 minutes of glory. But the only light that will last forever is the light of Christ. And sometimes we wonder what happens to people like Miley Cyrus or Britney Spears. It's almost as if they, they've lost their mind. And, and you saw them as childhood, what do we call them? Childhood stars. And the truth is, they've burned out because they're a spiritual star. They're trying to manufacture their own light. They've dedicated their entire life to shining as bright as they can instead of reflecting the source of the only true light. The only light that brings true happiness is when you reflect the light of Jesus Christ. Pride is a star. Arrogance is a star. Eventually, it burns out because it tries to manufacture its own light. But Luna, Luna is different. Luna doesn't burn out. Luna isn't burning out because it's not trying to produce its own light. It can't. It's not created to do so. Luna doesn't produce its own light. It just reflects the light of the true source of light, the sun. Now, we all know the annual tradition of singing to people on their birthday, right? Happy birthday to you. And every time someone turns another year older, the tradition is to buy them a cake, put candles on top, make a wish, and blow out the candles. And I've always thought it was interesting how your wish could only come true if you blow the candles out. And imagine with me today that the devil has a birthday cake and there are candles on top, and his wish can only come true if those candles are blown out. Guys, I've got good news for you. The devil doesn't have the ability to turn off the lights. If he could, he would have a long time ago. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. You are the light of the world, and a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. We're going to end today's topic by going back to the beginning. Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and divided the light from the darkness. Let me tell somebody that's listening right now. When God speaks, it's forever settled in heaven. God spoke and said, let there be light, and there was light. Let me encourage somebody today. You think the world's so dark, and you think there's no hope. 
and you think that if things don't turn out the way you think it should turn out, that there's no hope. But God spoke light into the universe from the beginning of time. And the devil doesn't have the ability to blow out the candles on this one. This one belongs to the king. This one belongs to Jesus Christ. He calls the shots. He sets the rules. He is still in control. We're called to be a light. We're called to be separated, divided from darkness. Let's be the church today. Who's Luna? Well, that's me and you. We're just called to reflect and shine the light of God into a dark universe. Let's pray together, shall we? Lord, I thank you so much for those words that you spoke. Let there be light. God, thank you that we are called out and separated from this world. God, I pray for each listener right now on this podcast that you would bless them and encourage them through this episode today. I pray that you would remind them that they are a city that is set on a hill. They are a powerful force in this dark universe. God, I pray that you would call us, Lord, to never be a part of the darkness, but to remain separated, called out, a peculiar people for your glory and for your kingdom. Encourage the listeners today. Encourage us today. And Lord, remind us that the devil can't blow out the lights, that you are still in control. No matter what is happening in the world around us, you are still in control. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to remind you of my dear friend Frankie Taylor's song, In Control. It talks a lot about that prayer that we just prayed. Go take a listen to it by Frankie Taylor. It's going to bless you, and you're going to want to listen to it. Guys, it's been such an honor and a privilege to be with you. I always consider it uh, just a great time of of fellowship. I know it seems funny because we're not together, but I just feel like it connects us as the kingdom of God to get to have these conversations together. And I love hearing all the feedback from you. Remember that you're called to be a light. Don't for one minute think that you're a part of the darkness because you're not. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost and been baptized in Jesus' name, you're called out and separated, and you are making a difference in this world. I love you guys so much. Excited about the episodes to come. We look forward to seeing you then. See you next time on the Noteworthy Podcast. And remember, everything's going to be all right.